going live here on Instagram. Oh, what a day. Long day. Um, had uh, Last time I was on here, I had Knives Monroe join us on this, uh, on this show and something that I was trying to add to the to the live feed that we've got going on here is the addition of pro audio and so I've been able to add add pro audio at least to Android devices at this uh, at this time through Instagram live so as you can see I've got the wired headset uh, actually it's wireless pretty much as long as I um, I can take out the headphones and I can pretty much go and do whatever I want to do in order to do this live feed but I definitely wanted to for when I have uh, guests on the show be able to add that uh, ability with plugging in a set of wired headphones as well to to get it uh, to get it to another level an elevated level uh, Last time I did use Bluetooth headphones, which was actually really was nice, but the microphone levels of Bluetooth headphones don't really allow you to do uh, a lot of pro audio. I mean, there are some Bluetooth devices out there, wireless devices out there that do provide uh, pretty good, good sound, but this is going to be an elevated pro- professional level of sound, uh, at least for like a podcast or for um a you know some sort of repurposed material um repurposed content after you've done a live video or something like that and i know i'm bouncing around because my light uh my available light is kind of kind of a little bit uh a little bit orange uh to be honest maybe if we kind of tightened it up or something like that i i don't know the the good thing about this is we have some freedom to move around and i think i might just uh move over here onto the kitchen table in order to get this done um i don't want to get too far from the wi-fi of course uh it's it's kind of getting away from the wi-fi does make it a little bit harder for me to do these podcasts but i'm gonna try and uh i'm gonna try and add somebody to our cast here I um I was kind of thinking about this this um this podcast show on Instagram live is going to be called Talking Head uh and basically, it's going to be me talking about current events, social media, and what's going on uh, as far as content creators, influencers, key opinion leaders are doing out there. Uh, for instance, like a Gary V or uh, Gary V's videographer D Rock, Tyler Bavin, Nice Monroe, Trent Knox, Brian Kern, uh, Sebastian Thomas, DJ SAB. Uh, the Tanner Walters out there, uh, the Chris Morrison's out there, all of the people that I have personally worked with, those people that I look up to, those Tony Robbins, uh, those uh, Jordan Belforts, those Joe Rogans, those Joe Buttons, those uh, content creators out there that are really elevating the game as far as putting out media online. You know, social media is growing, and you have your 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 main channels, which are YouTube, Facebook. 
Facebook and Instagram, but then you have additional channels like Snapchat, Twitch, LinkedIn, uh, what other big ones are out there? TikTok is going off right now. And those are really, you know, changing the landscape. I mean, we, we, we saw Vero come into the, into the fold, but it really didn't take off. And, um, not exactly sure what the next social media buzz is going to be right now. We can see it's been TikTok. I mean, it's been growing on the charts, but I was just looking at an infograph uh, the other day, and it's clear that the the best marketing tool is email, direct email. Uh, direct mail is a little bit more complicated. The uh, return, the um, the return on investment on direct mail, and the engagement rates are hard to uh, hard to get a statistics or analytics from. Uh, it's hard to get a metric out of those things. Whereas, you know, an email, you have open rates and you can kind of see who is actually utilizing the, the email to make a purchase or uh, activate on your, make an activation in your business. And it's really dependent upon uh, where you find yourself putting out the most information. If you find yourself putting out the most information on through email, then you, you'll find more retention through email. If you find yourself putting more information out through Facebook, which is the second largest, um, the second largest network aside from email, uh, that has, I think it's like, within the minute or minute and a half mark about a million open rate and uh globally and then youtube comes in at third youtube is the third largest open rate it's about uh it's about half a million to uh three quarters of a million act active opener open rate on uh on youtube and then after that, you definitely have Instagram. Instagram is the next uh, largest engagement and open rate. The likes on Instagram range from about half a million per minute to about three quarters of a million per minute. And that's the type of numbers that we're talking about when we're talking about marketing and putting yourself towards uh, new, new users, new activations, new clients, uh, new partners, things of that nature. And, uh, so basically something that I want to do is talk about subject matters like marketing, advertisement, being an actor, being a filmmaker, being a content creator, an influencer, a key, key opinion leader, uh, out there who's creating content and working their way to being involved in traditional broadcasts as well as OTT and CDN, um, networks in order to to provide clients with an extra level uh, of production value um, this current setup right here is is at least um, at least one hundred and fifty dollars an hour for just the setup the I know it, it is a very simple setup, but the devices that you would need to in order to accomplish this high quality uh, this 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 level of quality in your video production is very expensive, especially the overhead on this, um, because we're talking about at least an upload an upload speed of at least fifty megabytes per second. You have to have that, uh, and you also need to have 
the download rate of at least 200 megabytes per second in order to be able to get the communication from your uh, from your guest or whoever you're going to be having on as far as the IGTV and live feeds go. Uh, also, you're going to be able, you're going to need to be able to take that information that you've learned uh, from that part of it and then apply it to re, uh, redistribution and repurposing of that content. And that really takes a you know an expert social media manager, also an audio engineer, and also a live stream engineer in order to comprehend all of that together. So you, your social media management, your live stream engineer, your audio engineer, your graphic designer, and the person that can encompass all of that in one video production editor is very, very uh, limited, especially because you really want to be able to eventually take all of that information that I just gave you and 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 piece that out to individuals. So the, the one person that's in, in charge of um, mobile live stream video production, the one person who's in charge of mobile uh, mobile graphic design, the one person who's in charge of mobile social media management, the one person who's in charge of live video production, mobile live video production. These are all different categories in an overall elevated uh, elevated production. It doesn't you know you don't get to just hop up off of the op, 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 you don't just get to hop on Instagram and provide professional quality just from your cellular device. Um, if 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 it were the case, then the Apple AirPods or your you know your your your, your brand new uh, Beats Wireless Pros would be able to provide this level of con- content. But the issue is is that Bluetooth has a latency issue with communicating over over a, a network. So it's uh it, it comes down to a level in which you gotta have uh you have to have hardware in order to provide professional quality uh, live streaming for for your clients. So for instance, if your client is looking to do professional live streaming on on Instagram, then you need to go out you're going to need to go out there and purchase the equipment to in order to to accomplish that goal. For instance, that could be uh, microphones, headphones, um, audio interfaces, uh, mixers, and um, a wireless or and wired adapters in order for the device that that particular client utilizes with their Instagram uh, live streams. For instance, right now I'm on an on an Android device, and Android uh, has most, not all Androids, but a lot of Androids have a headphone jack in the cellular device but this is actually not a headphone jack it is a headset jack and in order to 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 get i guess a uh, a piece of hardware that allows you to both have wireless monitoring and also wireless audio you would need to have a device that is able to communicate over a bluetooth network or a um RTF network and those those things don't necess- they're not you know, right now necessarily developed hardware pieces. So for instance the the wireless system that I'm using right now is the Sennheiser AVX uh, AVX system and I'm using a um, a 
I can't remember what the brand is for this, but they there is a Shure version of, and also a Sennheiser version of this, and also a Rode version of a microphone that can uh, has a locking uh, auxiliary to attach to the AVX system. And then I had to purchase a, a Y splitter for the headphone and microphone to adapt to a trrs connection trrs is tip ring ring sleeve it is the tip is the left or right channel then the sleeve is your your microphone and then the the um a tip ring the tip is left the 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 first ring is right then your your um you have your microphone and then you have your ground at the bottom so tip ring ring sleeve uh that was developed by nokia which eventually was adopted by samsung and other android devices the the other problem that you may face is if your client has an iPhone or if they have uh, if they they just have a device other than Android, um, whether that's Windows Phone something like that, uh, you may run into the fact that Apple has changed their TRRS connections. Uh, Apple has a proprietary TRRS connection in which the uh, the ground and one of the the channels are switched. So you have to go with something like an iRig, uh, an I iRig Pro, which is by IK, uh, IK Media or uh, I, IK Media or something like that, uh, IK Technologies, uh, they you can pick it up at Guitar Center. I'm fixing to go pick up mine. Uh, that allows you to have uh, XLR inputs for your for your clients. So, for instance, if you're you know, if you're doing anything mobile, whether it's IGTV, uh, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, or anything from a mobile device, you're going to need these sorts of hardware pieces in order to provide your client with that elevated uh, quality. And then once you get that elevated quality, what you need to learn is the ability to use social media management and uh, graphic design in order to repurpose that content for other places like uh, for other places like IGTV, for your Instagram feed, for for your Facebook, uh, for your Facebook news feed, for your Facebook page, wherever that content is going to be redistributed, redistribu- you have to understand how Instagram Live works and how you can save the Instagram Live and then repurpose that content. Anyway, so that is a little bit of an educational piece of what's going to happen in these talking head uh podcasts. The other part of this is going to be the, the, the talking about what other um, other video influencers are doing doing in their in their world. So, for instance, let's talk about events first. So, uh, there's NAB recently passed. It was in uh, I believe it was at the end of June or maybe the beginning of June, maybe the beginning of June, like June 6th was National uh, Association of Broadcasters Convention. Uh, in that convention, people, uh, m- some of the most notable things were the uh, Rode Go mic. I, I, I am, if, if you are out there and you're doing wireless transmissions uh, and you're doing videography that needs a lavalier system, 
the go mic for $99 is incredibly versatile. That's something that you can go out there and get right away and be able to use. Uh, it also provides an extra level of, of you know, you, you can add these headsets to it and be able to do fitness work or, or other things. And, and thank you. I saw this, uh, R. Bryce, thank you for joining in and watching a little bit of this. Uh, going in there and basically providing your clients with, with, wireless lavalier system for a very, very, very uh, inexpensive opportunity to use that. So then you, you get, you have, you have that that got released. We're looking forward to the, the, the Zoom F6. The Zoom F6 is going to be a 32-bit flow system, which is crazy because it's a floating uh, float uh, system. And that means that Essentially, you won't have to uh, to adjust any sorts of the gain. Uh, when you you know you won't be peaking, you'll be peaking at your microphone uh, before you're ever peaking on the on the actual recording system. Uh, some other things that that I could say that hi- were highlights: uh, the lighting systems from Aperture, uh, of, of incredible, incredible systems coming from Aperture. Uh, it, the camera camcorder that I have, the JVC GY HM250U, was released, I think, in 2015. No, my bad. Uh, 2015 or 2016. It was a. It's a live streaming dedicated camera camcorder. Uh, they released the 500 series of the same uh, same lineage, and it's just an elevated, larger capacity, uh, full frame, uh, full frame or. Full frame, full frame. I want to say full frame, or at least a one-inch CMOS t- sensor uh, on that particular camera. I'm, we're talking about really high-quality live streaming production at the five five thousand dollar mark. That's incredible. Uh, also, re- recently released wasn't at NAB was the uh, Panasonic uh, AGX three fifty or something something like that. It's, it's it's something right around there. Don't quote me on that. It's it's a it's a also a live streaming camera with 4K capability built in. Uh, I, it's hot, really crazy technology we're talking about here. Then there's also the Boxcaster Pro that was released. I think it's been out for a while, but um, those devices are really elevating the game. Looking at the you know the Bond Pack backpack uh, from Teradek and the Link Pro from them, allowing for basically having a base camp or a um, video village in a remote location, uh, working off of six, uh, four to six bonded network cellular cellular networks. Uh, with the Bond backpack, you can al- you can almost have up to ten, up to. 10 bonded networks uh depending upon your situation it would uh having a redundancy factor of 10 networks if you're inside of like a convention or a really uh like a really terrible you know network situation you you, you get 10 bonded networks it's like that's nuts that's the uh, i mean it's the 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 cost to have that that sort of redundancy factor is quite high uh where we're, we're talking in the thousands to two thousand dollar um upkeep and, and maintenance on those devices per month but at the same point in time if if you really have that kind of versatile if you have that budget and you want that sort of versatility then you're going to want to get that uh teradec bond unit because the other competitors in the market like for instance um 
Live View Backpack, Live View Solo, all these devices, they're not giving you that extra level of redundancy like Teradek is. Teradek is going to the extra mile and giving you, giving you that 10, uh, basically 10 bonded networks uh, solution. What else can I have to say? So uh, as far as content creators go, I mean, Joe Budden, uh, you know, the hip hop artist, Joe Budden, he just recently started. I, I saw he did a live stream on YouTube. He was having some issues with audio engineering and uh, he was having an issue where he, one of his microphones was going into one channel and another one of his microphones was going into another channel. Um, the issue may have been that it was panned left, panned right. Not exactly sure. I'm not sure if they're using a switchboard, if they were on a mixing mixer, what they were doing, if they were using an audio interface, how they were actually um, processing that data live. But what they were doing caused my, uh, Joe Budden's uh, microphone to be in the left channel and for the rest of them to be in the right channel. And even then, the gain on the left and the right channel weren't set to, to be married. So there was a little bit of an issue there with what was going on with his, uh, his audio system. Uh, and then that kind of led to maybe an hour to an hour and 15 minutes of people just trying to figure the thing out. And not a lot of com a lot of content created out of that uh, that situation there, but at least we can now see that a serious uh, a people who make money in in and traditional uh, traditional influencers are taking live streaming seriously. They're actually going out there and producing content for those platforms. Uh, they're actually going out there and taking the time to learn these tools. Um, but I mean, they're ten they're ten to fifteen years behind the curve. Uh, if they want to learn the the things that are going to be, you know. Uh have the highest return on investment, the least losses to their profits, the things that they're needing to do is not spend more money at something, but get something, someone or some, some uh, service to provide them with the education in order to accomplish what they want to accomplish. The other thing that's, uh, that I, that is important is that People know how to create content. Um, there's, it's a, I feel like it's a struggle for me to come up with creative things to 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 do. I mean, this is pretty creative. Uh, I don't think that anyone else is doing this. I don't think anybody else is uh, really putting the time or effort into it uh, because they don't they don't realize if they are successful, how much more successful they could be if they applied these techniques to their, to their, 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 uh, their followers, their, their community, their, the people that engage with them. And it'll give them an elevated level of, of content creation. Uh, and I think that in order for people to really realize that the, people on Instagram, the, 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 the people that are behind the scenes of these platforms, they need to be, they need to be changing things less and improving things more. The more that people change things, the more it becomes, the more difficult it becomes to broadcast your message or provide people with value and 
people can, for instance, yesterday, Twitter was down. Apparently, Reddit was down from what I heard. And there were issues with people posting. Uh, the website was crashed. And people kind of become, you know, conspiracy theorists as to why certain things were be were were being blocked or certain things weren't weren't getting broadcasted. Uh, for instance, like for instance, IG Live. For instance, uh, they took away the discoverability feature, so that if you you know for content creators out there that want to do Instagram Live and and become, you know, popular on that website or popular creating content for Instagram Live, they are hindered by there's no ability for them to be discovered. There's no discover, discoverability. Uh, unless the individual, the, the people or the viewers out there are already followers and they get notified that the individual has gone live or the individual you know is doing a live feed, whatever it may be, or they drop an IGTV TV after the fact, uh, I'm not even sure what the discoverability is for IGTV, for instance. Um, but I assume that with IGTV, that there is a easy discoverability factor. I mean, it it kind of it kind of bridges in between the the two forms of content, your Instagram feed and your IGTV feed, whereas you can kind of promote IGTV longer format video. Uh, on your Instagram feed and then that you can go and watch the rest I guess on IGTV and they've also adjusted it now so that if it's a uh, horizontal video you can uh, turn your device and it will go full screen that's that's an incredible feature to be added uh, I'm just not exactly sure why they haven't added back the you know the features like uh, the ability to upload more than 10 minutes of video for anybody because they took away that from uh, smaller content creators because originally when I was on IGTV, I could upload up to 60 minutes of content uh, to the website and now they've limited me to 10, 10 minutes. I'm not exactly sure what 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 can be done i mean uh for to to get access back to those things because it's becoming way 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 more difficult to get to that 10,000 uh follower mark to get to that to that place in which you're actually getting uh engagement getting exposure being able to be uh recognized to be able to be um to be able to get, provide people with entertainment or education or or whatever the thing is that they that that they're missing out on because they're not able to discover you they're the the ability for them to to search you uh through a database is is not there unless they actually know you which is not you know, which is which isn't the way that it should be done. I think people should be able to be discovered in any form or fashion. I think that we should live publicly. I think that uh, this was something that was proposed a long time ago that we would be able to be able to meet new people online and not have any hindrance in in doing such. Uh, I feel like we become more and more retro. Uh, we keep on destroying the the things that make these social media platforms great every single other other 
just around the corner someone's uh, disabling a feature or or changing a feature in which it creates more limitations than it does uh, benefits and that 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 that's unfortunate of course I think that you know I'm it sucks that you have to have the latest device or the you know the most this or the most that you have to be the most funny or the most this and there's no you know creative middle ground there's no this person's cool or this person you know this person creates meaningful content it's it's it doesn't have to be the best it just it has to resonate with someone uh, you know and and the middle is being just pretty much destroyed the whole the you either are at zero or you're at a million that's crazy talk to me you know what i mean like you can't there's no middle ground you there's there's no ability for the person who's at 600 followers or a thousand or two thousand to get to get to the level in which they can have more followers uh you know and when you look at the statistics when you look at the the actual analytics and um and the metrics of 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 Instagram accounts on social blade, you can tell where their, where the platform is dedicating their, their discoverability to, you know, they're trying to push, uh, the, the corporate, the corporate, uh, platforms, for instance, like the, the music labels, the, the Hollywood talent agencies, the, um, the network broadcast stations, the, the, the colleges, the, the, the things that the places where original content isn't created. So you get all of this, you know, uh, repurposed content that is, you know, uh, someone discovered something that was original done by someone, uh, uh, you know, in the middle or, you know, from, from the lower demogra- uh, lower, uh, follower count and they just steal the content and put it up on a, put it up for, uh, larger, larger platforms. And, and that really is, uh, mis- <laughs> unfortunate because, it's hard for you know new content creators to discover that their content has been uh, stolen, and there's no way, there's no direct, there's no easy way for them to get representation. There's no easy way for me to get representation. There's no way to get representation because the 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 legal teams, the lawyers out there that could defend someone, they're not educated on, uh, they're not educated on this form of, you know, uh, contract uh, entertainment law or, or, uh, education, uh, um, platform law, you know, these sorts of things are very new. They're cutting edge. So it's, it's the wild, wild west, uh, for pretty much everyone who's on, who's on any sort of social media. It's, it's, it's hard for people to, to, to realize that, that we, we lived in a world before this and in that world, uh, it, it was limited to a, um, a artistic elite, those elitist who, who would, who would 
silence the the good actors or silence the the actors that could outperform uh someone else who else uh was out there and the competition wasn't wasn't a real competition because it was dependent upon who you knew who you were related to or 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 what school you went to it, it it's and now it, it it seems that there that the the the, the the upper elite artistic communities are just stealing content and repurposing it for, for, uh, for no cost. And and there's no defense. You can't, there's no way for you to, you, there's no way for you to defend yourself as a, as, as a content creator, but, uh, I'll buy it. There are certain circumstances like, um, H H three, H three, um, in which they they kind of defeated some of the you know uh in a in a very roundabout way created an avenue where you could do uh critical analysis of content cre- uh, of upper echelon content creators and giving the giving some of the freedom back to to content creators and I know I just took you in a long, down a long road to explain the whole portion of why uh, why it's important for the elite or the the big box stores to not be able to suppress the small voices is because they are additionally stealing the content of the small creators and not giving us the ability to 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 monetize and earn uh income from the content that we come up with the creative original content that we come up with uh and that that really bothers me because what i see is happening is that the spaces in which uh content creators begin developing content um are being they're being pushed out by and this happened a long time ago on youtube but now on facebook and on instagram you're starting to see you know your mtv your a and e your your, you know your big networks coming in and pushing people out you get your your, you know your coca-colas your food and beverages that are now pushing out those those uh those small business SMB, um, and it—it's because certain individuals uh, who who grew their following wanted to go out there and make a little extra dollars or get a little bit more money from from the faucet, and that, or maybe you know they wanted to you know drink straight from the fire hose, so they allowed those bigger box stores or those bigger box companies to come in and take over their market. You know, their market was Facebook, their market was Instagram, their market was Snapchat, their market was these things, and it no longer is because big box brands uh, are willing to invest in plaf- in the platforms. They're willing to get into the to, to the social media game now instead of 
you know, previously when they, you know, degraded it and they, they said that social media, you know, that's for your, your, you know, your 34 year old single white male that sits in a basement and lives at the mom's, his mom's house. Well, that may or may not be true, but you now have CEOs, corporate uh, representatives at these big box stores that are those 34-year-old white males that live at their mom's house. And they do that because they want to earn enough capital through the system in order to build their own brand later on in life when they retire. You know, whether that's you know an automotive business, a landscaping business, whatever your small business idea is, or maybe it's even the development of a new hardware piece or a new piece of bra- uh, a new thing uh, to solve a problem that, that has been has been around for years. You know, uh, something that my my university advisor and dean had said to me uh, when i was fixing to graduate was you know the the market is kind of saturated as far as um hollywood is concerned and even at the small you know independent filmmaker level that's hard to get it's hard to get funding for a narrative feature or or anything it's it's very there's a lot of competition in getting funding you know you do have your platforms to crowd crowdsource but you do need a large social media following and at the time my my mind was focused on the education and the critical analysis rather than the networking and the uh and the the communication uh between people uh wasn't as wasn't wasn't as important as the delivery and the value behind it so it's really hard to you know uh create value when it's it's really hard to to display value now in this day and age because everybody the large majority of people are opening emails watching facebook doing things like that they're not out there the hey what's up cheshire how you doing uh they aren't uh they aren't doing traditionally what they used to do the otts like netflix hulu um hbo go they've all kind of taken over the market as far as the as as narrative filmmaking and documentary work and um event productions like a beyonce film or something like that which happened on title or at netflix or like a like a um a concert coverage that's all been taken over by ott and distributed over there whereas like traditional broadcasts like abc a and e they are struggling to to hold their market share when it comes to when it when it comes to original content and even they are trying to to move into this digital space and the they're trying to move into the digital space well by developing apps and whatnot to to help people get get more discoverability the more ability to watch on the go and i think that as we go, especially what we saw with Disney. Now Disney has made their own uh, their own online distribution system. Disney is now going to take up all of the Marvels, all of the 
MCU universe and put it and all the Star Wars and put it on their platform and take that take that distribution away from Netflix, away from Hulu, away from HBO Go, away from all of these things. And especially since now they have Fox broadcast rights, so they're going to get also Fast and the Furious. They're also going to get all of those things to go on beyond the the Disney platform. Um, how long that will be till that all turns over, I don't know. But essentially, what I was saying is that. You know, having gone to school, my advisors telling me uh, that this is all that's going on. That, that the key thing that they were they were they were trying to make a point of was that you need to go out there and you need to create a piece of of tangible good or uh, or some sort of software to make your name you can't just go out there and and have a an idea for a film or you have a uh, idea for an album and and just put it out there and expect it for it to be you know critically acclaimed or or um or accepted by the masses because the systems the the large big box television and the big box stores that used to distribute you know, uh, CDs, records, VHSs, DVDs, they no longer hold the majority of the market. The majority of the market's owned by these OTTs. Uh, so they basically said that you need to go out there and invent something, whether that's the, you know, the next drone or the next camera or the next this or that. But eventually just, you know, figuring out a piece of hardware that people can, you know, utilize in their production. And so I, 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 I respect that all of that and it, but it's a struggle, you know, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to get the capital to even start to, to conceptualize a design framework for something that could, could solve a problem for content creators, uh, whether that's OTT, uh, OTT, other, tra- uh, tra- oh my gosh, I'm forgetting OTT, uh, or content distribution network CDN, and providing those, you know, independent filmmakers, those, um, those independent, wouldn't call them independent, but independent studios, uh, which is like, I guess, a community of filmmakers is in a studio, which makes them kind of dependent filmmakers. But, uh, you know, small independent studios that create content for OTT, uh, like Amazon Prime, like Netflix, like Hulu, like, uh, like Vimeo for, for those of you who still use Vimeo, um, and creating those con that content and putting out there on the platform. Uh, and I think that, uh, I think that in order for, content creators to be successful on YouTube right now, there is, you both need to be technical and you also need to be creative because you have to know how to promote organically the content that you put put out into the ecosystem. So for instance, when I see something like Tyler Babin go out there uh, and express that that he needs assistance in creating his content, I can understand why that would be. And I don't think 
I don't think that he's doing that in order to really get get uh, content from people. What I think he's trying to do is is highlight the the steps it takes, the 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 intellectual steps, the philosophical steps that it takes in order to be successful on YouTube, and. He could be also just trying to build up his email list. Either way, uh, I think that the content creators out there like Casey Neesat, Tyler Babin, Knives Monroe, uh, Will Smith, those people out there that are you know on the upper echelon of vloggers, they they know that the system has changed on YouTube. It is becoming more more and more difficult for them to monetize um, because things are being demonetized based off of unknown reasons uh, because maybe you know there's something in the in the video that somebody wants to copy strike or copyright strike or, or whatever the reason will be but you know the basis for people to monetize on um, monetize on YouTube is 4,000 watched hours, 1,000 subscribers, and you have to be a part of the YouTube partner program. And and there has to be at least some sort of engagement with those those subscribers. They have to be commenting, liking. There has to be something that kind of cohesively brings all that together and some some sort of way. And then additionally, the watch time has to be consistent with the length of the videos that you're distributing. You know, this is the same, this is a very similar for what, what is required with becoming a Facebook partner, uh, and being verified on Facebook and monetizing through ads on Facebook. Um, and I've been currently watching a, a Facebook original, uh, well not Facebook original, but MTV has now taken up Facebook watch to do the real world. Uh, and it's now in Atlanta and I've been watching their structure and the way that they are, uh, distributing their content and the, and the video editors that they're using in order to produce, produce a show effectively on the Facebook platform as well as, uh, you know, TI's t- show and the, the Facebook watch platform is kind of it's kind of difficult to to understand what's going on there it's it's not easy to discover things on that platform it's hard to find what's a facebook original what is a facebook premiere or or official video it's hard to figure out a lot on facebook watch it's it's difficult to even watch things on Facebook. Um, and I think that's because they're, they want a majority, they don't want to detract uh, a lot of their viewership from IGTV. So they're kind of limiting, they put a limiter on the Facebook watch features because it, it was going in the direction of, of Facebook watch being one of the first highlighted um pieces on the Facebook app and they've taken away from that. And, and I don't know why, I don't know why they've removed the Facebook watch ability. It's kind of, I don't, I don't know the purpose behind it, but 
we can just give we can chalk that up to just their attempt to do something something different something new I, I don't necessarily know what that would be but with YouTube YouTube is becoming a little bit more cluttered I want to say like the subscriptions that I am subscribed to it's there's just it's hard to it's hard to it's difficult to define what videos I want to watch most and then for that algorithm to use its AI capabilities to distribute to me on my homepage the things that I would find more or less uh, more entertaining or valuable. Uh, I think that with face with YouTube, if it were easier to to uh, re to organize. Uh, easier to organize from a user standpoint who you value more. I know Facebook does a good job with that with the see first ability. So if uh, if a if a page is something that you want to see more than other pages, but you still want to follow those other pages, you can uh, you can go in there and select that page to be seen first. Um. There's just so much that, that's going on in social media uh, with the the new the new video player that Vimeo put out that's actually more shareable, more embeddable, more uh, more versatile, more mobile friendly, more uh, mobile optimized, more. There's just more capabilities being pushed to the forefront for video, and I think that. I think there's just there's not enough um, consistency in, in content creators. I think that one of the biggest questions that was in the Tyler Babin video is whether the person should do daily content. Tyler Babin should do be producing daily content, and in my opinion, and something that I did say in a different context was, you know, as the great, um, Jake Paul says, it's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. People are looking at your content every day. People are looking for entertainment every day. It's not, you know, people, you know, back in the, back in the day, it was, it was partly due to, to scheduling and whatnot and the fact that someone needed to be able to be at home at a certain time in order for them to to watch uh, a television show or a movie that was being released on television. So then it kind of limited the, the people who are producing television to the to what the plot to, to reality reality of how much time you have to go spend on something like that but now with cell phones and whatnot it's way different you can put out a television show that's in multi multiple hours of television 
every day. You can put that out and people can watch it in their downtime, wherever they are. You know, there's no limitations on when someone can see something. There's a limitation on the discoverability, but there's no limitation on when the person could watch it. Like it's, um, it's always readily available. Uh, give me a moment real quick. I'm just going to double check, uh, uh, this situation real quick. I'm just making sure that even in the last part of this, I'm going to disconnect. I'm still going to be around. I just want to go grab my other device so that, um, so that I can finish up this, uh, this Instagram live. Uh, also I'm going to be repurposing this for, for a podcast as soon as I can. I'm, I'm trying to also put this, uh, put this all together so that we can ultimately have, we can have like a fitness show. We can have, uh, we can have some, some health and wellness. We can have some, you know, sports broadcast. We can, we can just add, keep adding things to this, whether it's IGTV, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, wherever, you know, just, uh, just something mobile, just a little bit of a mobile setup. I definitely need to figure out some way to add some sort of audio interface or something like that to this setup. Um, it's going to get better. You know, mobile communication is getting, getting better and better. Uh, I need to give this guy a call, see where, where he's at. Be like, where are you at? DJSAB? What are you doing? I've been doing this, uh, this little show for, for over an hour almost. It's about to go on out. Uh, I'm not actually sure when this live is going to end, but, uh, oh, hey, this is my dog. My dog's in the, in the photo or in the video. Um, you know, I, I wanted to get on here and test this out, see what, uh, what all the fuss is about. If, uh, if anybody would be interested in seeing this, if I'm going to be able to actually download the video after and then repurpose that content for, uh, for another, you know, post for my Instagram feed, I want to, I want to just kind of have the ability to, ability to give you know, my clients and videography and elevated experience, uh, do new things, do things more, just do things better. Uh, just elevate. That's all I'm, that's all I'm looking to do is, is, is create more, a better situation. Give everyone, whenever everyone needs more, everybody, everybody needs more. Um, and they want to see the coolest thing. And this is the coolest thing. Um, this is the, the coolest thing that there is out there as far as high end video production and audio production is, is concerned. I mean, 
if someone's out there and they can create a wireless system that does this, I, I think that that's going to be the best. Um, I think that, come on, up, 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 say hello, say hello. This is my dog. If you're watching this uh, on the IGTV, she's actually very shy. She's really shy. Uh, she she doesn't uh, she doesn't I don't know. She doesn't really like that many dogs. She's um, she she's you know she doesn't when she's at the park she likes to run around but she doesn't like to socialize. Uh, she gets scared and she barks a lot. And uh, she has some friends that live with her. She's got two other dogs that live with her. Uh, she wants to lick my face, and I'm not going to allow her. And she, what else? What about, what else about you? Her name is Milkshake. She, nope. She's, I think, uh, three years old now, four years, almost four years old now. Um, she was born in Colorado Springs. She's, She's my favorite. She's she's one of my favorite dogs I've ever had, but also one of the most pain in the butts um, that I've ever had. She's a blue healer lab mix. She she's um, she's black and white with spots black black spots on her uh, on her on her stomach. Um, she has like a weird funky eye. On her, her her left eye is kind of weird and funky. Uh, it's about it's only weird and funky because the pattern on her head is not even or it's not um, symmetrical. The pattern on her head is actually on the left side. There's more white than there is on the right side, and her nose uh, is always running. She has allergies. My dog has allergies um, that uh, prevent her from really doing a lot she 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 was constantly scratching her ear uh and i don't know whether that's either because of the allergies or if it's just like bugs or whatnot um i look inside of her ears every once in a while and i don't nope and i don't see that many um that much there's not that much going on in there and that's the that's the frustrating part it's not like super red or anything like that but i don't even see under there um Every once in a while, I have to shear her all the way down because she sheds a lot. Um, she sheds a lot. And so I'll shear her, and she won't shed as much, but her coat is, you know, it's always kind of funny looking whenever she shits shaved all the way down. Uh, and then I shave, I shave her, I, I shear her, uh, I shear her tail as well, so that I'm not leaving like a big fluff of anything that's uh, that's on there. Um, she has allergies where like she's constantly itching her paws or eating her paws, and I'm not sure what that's all about. Uh, she eats her paws. Um, she used to eat uh, eat poop, like dog poop. She used to eat a lot of dog poop. She stopped doing that that much. Um, she constantly likes to play in the water bowl. She, she messes up the water bowl and no, don't eat that. And she knocks the food bowl around on purpose. Um, she's timid. Uh, when people are in, entering the door, she barks a whole lot and, um, she, she gets, 
she gets rough and she knocks things down. She breaks things every once in a while. Um, she'll just accidentally hit the table and then the, the things on the table will fall down and break. And then she does it. She's clumsy. She's very clumsy. And because she's clumsy, she knows that she knows, um, she knows to be careful. And as a result, she's just really scared and nervous and has a lot of anxiety because her, she, she's not that uh, aware of her size she thinks that she's small like the other dogs and she's just medium sized which is about a hundred and 127 pounds i think is how much she weighs or maybe like 115 something like that the 115 she says she said 115 i think uh she she eats a lot i would say drinks a lot of water and um and she's my dog and her name is milkshake and i got two other dogs um two other dogs my other dogs that live here are one of them is a um it one of them is a dash hound lab mix and the other one is a dash hound okay we got 24 seconds to this this live in so thank you for tuning in uh cheshire and Bersh- Bryce, Bryce, uh, 06. Thank you. Um, I'll be posting this up again on my IGTV and I'll be uh, adding this talking heads, uh, to my podcast. Follow me on social media.